Welcome to Christian Assembly, a family church. Since 1930, we've been serving the communities of Western Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia with the good news of Jesus Christ. With over 40 years of Bible teaching and ministry experience, Pastor Bill brings faith-filled revelation from God's Word. We believe with you, wherever you are, that God will inspire and change your life through the following teaching. For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. And that's what it's all about. It's all about family, the family of God, as well as families here on this earth. And so, thank God that we're a part of his royal family, but he is a jealous God, and he wants us exclusively to be surrendered to him and committed to him. Secondly, look at Malachi chapter 3 and verse 2. You can see these scriptures just throughout the Bible. But who may abide the day of his coming? How many of you know that he's coming soon? Amen. Do you really believe that more and more that he's coming soon? Amen. I mean, it could be as soon as this fall feast in September. You realize that. We're getting in the last of the last days. God can pour out his spirit in the great, you know, last awakening and just move in power and might and just manifest his glory in a powerful and glorious way. Uh, but notice what it says. He's coming, but who's going to abide the day of his coming? Who shall stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, like a fuller's soap. So there's a cleansing. There's a fire of the Spirit that is manifested to bring cleansing into our lives. And I guarantee you that one way or another, we are going to all be exposed to the refiner's fire. It's going to be either here and now, which probably would be better for all of us, or it's going to be when we stand before the bame of the judgment seat of Christ. And, of course, we're going to be tried as of by fire with our motives and all that, our intentions and, and everything. So that is one verse that makes it very clear to us that the uh, only way it could be, we could be fit would be through his cleansing of his spirit. Now, notice the next one in, in 1 Peter chapter 1. We're all tried when it comes to our faith. Our faith is a, tr is a trial uh, that's under trial, rather, all the time. Wherein you, you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold, that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found into the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Notice our faith is tried by fire. That means whatever it is that we go through in this life, and we're going to go through a lot of things in this life, we need to recognize the fact that it's our faith that's being tried by fire. And remember, what did Jesus say to Peter? Satan's come to sift you like wheat. But I pray that your faith fail not. See, he's coming to try the faith of people to determine whether or not it's a genuine faith or just a fictitious faith, that you're just borrowing somebody else's terminology and Echoing someone else's testimony and something like that. How many of you know we've got to have faith for ourselves? He said that, Peter, your faith. He didn't say John's faith. He didn't say anybody else, James' faith. He said your faith. That your faith fail not. And so he could say the same thing to all of us. We all have to have that kind of a faith that's not going to fail. And then look at in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. Look at verse 29. For our God is a consuming fire. How many remember when Isaiah was caught up and he saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple, the, the angels cried holy. He was in the holy presence of the living God. And remember what he said? Oh my goodness, I'm undone. He needed cleansed. 
And so the angel took a coal from off the, off the uh, altar, and what did he do? He used it to cleanse him, to cleanse his tongue, that he could go and speak forth the word of God uh, to the people in the office of a prophet. Well, once again, we can see fire being used. We can see the cleansing that comes by fire. We can see the refiner's fire. And the refiner's fire is designed to do what? To help us, prepare us uh, to do the will of God, to do the work of God that he's called us to do. And so when you look at it this way, you can see it, I think, miraculously. When God calls you to do something, for example, like in Abraham, when God called Abraham and said, Abraham, I want you to leave. It's a process. I want you to leave your home and find a city whose builder and maker is God. So he had to take that first initial step. And along the way, that's going to take a lot of uh, surrender, dedication on his part to take that initial step. But he didn't stop right there, did he? He said, now I want you to offer up your son, Isaac. You see, God is telling him certain things that he ought to do that he needs him for him to do. Why? What's he doing? He's preparing him for the full work that he's called him to do. And so he does that. And so it's a process. It doesn't happen all at once. We couldn't handle it all at once, could we? You couldn't handle it all at once. Our spiritual growth and development in God is a process that takes time. And so he's preparing us. It's a necessary thing in our lives. He helps us to fulfill his plans and purposes for our lives. But he also has to know that he can trust us to do what he's called us to do. I remember when my calling came to go to leave my, the comforts of, and security of my home to go on down to Tulsa, Oklahoma was not an easy thing to do. It's easy to say it now, but it wasn't an easy thing to do back then. It was one of the most difficult things I've ever did, had to do in my life. But God had to see if I would be faithful to do that, something small in his eyes, then he could trust me to do something else. So I had to take that step. And I believe that's how you get refined along the way. Remember when Moses was called and God told him to do some things and he, Moses asked a question to God? You know, sometimes we've got to ask the right question, not the wrong question, but the right question. And what did Moses say? Moses said, well, what? What if they say? What if they say? Like my parents said, we don't want you to go. What did they say? What do your friends say? What everybody else said? Whenever you ask the question, what if they say something? You're saying they is out of your control. What, what if they don't listen? What if they do this? What if they do that? That's out of your control. But did you know that God answered his question with a question? He answered Moses' question with a question. He said, what's that in your hand? Can Moses control what they say? No. Can Moses control what's in his hand? Yes. What's that in your hand? Use it. God has equipped us. God has given us everything that we need to use to accomplish his purposes. See, that we have control over. We don't have control what someone else does. But we've got control over what we do. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. We do. So it's up to us to do our part. Uh, to allow him to take us to a place of, and I believe this is what this is all about, deeper intimacy with him. I believe that God has called us into the ministry to draw people closer to himself, to connect them to heaven and let them know what the true and living God is truly all about. And that's why during this time, I just have it in my heart for us to really just get in the presence of the Lord our God and really look to him as we surrender our hearts to him and surrender our will to him. To allow the refiner's fire just manifest itself among us. The Spirit of God would manifest himself in this fuller's soap, if you, if you will. To, to bring something into our lives, a cleansing. You know, it's not easy to sanctify the soul. Did you know that? 
David said, my soul being sanctified is like a child being weaned from its mother. We so trust in our emotions, our, our, in, our intellect, our will, our soul, our feelings. And, you know, we want to be guided by them and let them dictate to our lives. And we're concerned about what people feel about us and what they say about us and how it makes us feel and all that. Spiritual growth is all about drawing closer to God, surrendering our hearts and will to him and allowing him to change us from being dependent on what we think and how we feel to what he thinks and what he says. And I really believe that that's the process of spiritual growth. That's what transformation is really all about. There's an exchange that takes place. His ways and thoughts are so much higher than ours as the heavens are higher than the earth. And as far as we're concerned, that's a pretty high. Matter of fact, if you were here on Sunday, remember, the furthest light that we can see is a, between 10 and 15 billion light years away. That's how high. Well, it's it traveling at a speed of 186,000 miles per second. It's pretty quick. That's faster than I can run. Well, in the day, I could run. Maybe Dante can do it, but I couldn't do it. Uh, that's pretty fast, wouldn't you say? It would take you 10 to 15 billion years. That's how much higher his ways and thoughts are than ours. And that's how high his love is for all of us that he said. Think about that. And so here we are on earth, and there he is in that place of glory. And what we're asking for is a divine visitation, because you know what? I'm going to be weaned from my feelings and emotions. I want to be weaned uh, from what really, what do we really, what we think about what people think about us. And sometimes what we think about ourselves, we need to be weaned from that as well. Right? Because what we should be thinking about ourselves is what God thinks about us. Because his ways and thoughts are higher than ours. And what he thinks about us is higher than what we think about ourselves. And so we want to yield ourselves to him. Surrender our wills to him. And really allow him to transform our lives. And so really, I like to call this meeting, these meetings, a time of transformation for us. And really yielding ourselves to the refiner's fire. And just allowing him to manifest his glory. Manifest his power in our lives. And do a mighty work in us. Amen.